The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Please visit pod617.com to learn about our podcast production services and view our full lineup of shows. What up, gangsters? My name is Inigo Montoya. Movies that you get, Shawshank Pod. Come on, do it, kill me! I guess I just miss my friend. Shawshank. And on your 50th viewing, Shawshank. This movie is everything. Shawshank. Kiss Masks, Lee Trevino, Shawshank, one on a black man named Chump, Shawshank. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Shawshank, the podcast, featuring Uncle Bob, George Kippenham. Nick Stevens and featuring Donald DeBernadine, however you mispronounce his name. And now, ladies and gentlemen, your host, Uncle Bo. Oh, wow. Thank you, Don Pardo. That was fantastic. What a wonderful open for this very special edition of the Shawshank Podcast. I am your host, Uncle Buck. Thank you so much for joining us. More like, uh, not Don Pardo, wrong Pardo. Wrong Pardo, yeah. <laughs> or not Dong, or Dong Pardo. Not, not Dong Pardo. Uh, we are here at the Flatbread Pizza Company right here in beautiful Brighton, Massachusetts. Ladies and gentlemen, give her a round of applause right. for just being here. Uh, Buck, can I, can I say, this could be the most 2018 thing ever. We're doing a podcast, drinking local craft beer yeah. from an organic pizza parlor that has a candle pin bowling alley in Brighton, Massachusetts. Dude, that's gangster. It's, it's kind of like when they combine Taco Bell and Pizza Hut. Totally. But, yeah, exactly. And one special drive-thru. One special drive-thru. <laughs> and, and just took out all the chemicals that prevent your body from rotting for 100 years. I was just that's saying how special it was, all right? I guess I lost the Taco Bell KFC sponsorship. <laughs> that voice you're hearing is a new member uh, to our cast. Donald, thank you for joining us. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks how for having me. How do you pronounce me. that last name? D. Berardinus. All right, and that's the last time you'll be hearing that. Yes. Uh, so you may D. have noticed from our, our cold what? open there, and with uh, the help of uh, Nick Dong Pardo, uh, we are doing a special episode tonight where this is a, a passion of love for my man George here. The Saturday Night Live character, uh, a, you know, actor draft. We're going to do it tonight right here for you. Five picks each. Right on. We're going to basically list the greatest of the greatest of Saturday Night Live. George, what made you want to come up with this idea? Well, uh, season just started. Uh, on, Good premiere, too, by the way. Yeah, it was a great Solid premiere, premiere with uh, Kylo Ren himself, Adam Driver hosting, Kanye West being crazy. and uh, I know. Did you see Chris Rock with the whole, like, taking the cell phone video, and then Kenan Thompson came out and said the entire cast felt like they, they were held hostage yeah, that's by crazy. the crazy Kanye speech. And considering they're 44 years in, we need stunts. We need some of that. We mm-hmm. need more of the rock and roll. We need more of the, the, the dangerous live element to make... Saturday Night Live, not great, again, not to be too mug about it, but to make it sexy. That's what late-night TV comedy was supposed to be about. Yeah. And, and it was the unpredictable. It, yes, exactly. and, and as a kid, I remember, you know, we would put them on VHS or, v, or on our VCR, and we, because we couldn't stay up past the news at 11.25, it's starting in five minutes, and then you're falling asleep. Yeah, that's because both of your parents had vaginas. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and Nick Stevens for the win. So, yeah. Yeah, that was not to be discussed this week, I believe. My parents vaginas no <laughs> not at all but let's go ahead and let's get this uh, party Shit got started real here in the field on the flagship show of the pod 617 network carrie are we the pod are we the flagship pod or what we're flagship come on yep, thumbs well, up yep, yeah, thank you carrie david david are, are we the flagship here at pod 617 you put the flag in flagship oh we love it thank, thank you. you so much david You're all right so we're going to go ahead even and, me well, considering what a loss that was, you saying that if you take the LOA, that's actually what we really are. So, You just said my parents both have vaginas. I know I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and start our draft. We've uh, picked our draft order prior to the show starting. <laughs> And here's the draft order. My, uh, Once again, host, pod, Uncle podcast Buck. in a bowling alley with pizza and beer. <laughs> yeah. uh, I will start the, the uh, bidding off with my first pick, and then Nick will go second. George, third. Yes. Donald brings up the rear, which I'm told he's a big fan of. Wow. And, 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 and like a we tr- can smell our own Buck. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Buck, too. As we, I'll as be we, seeing as, you at it later. As we do our little two fan- two. fantasy draft, our assembling of the Avengers. Nice job, Chuck Woolery. Uh, you know, this is, it, this is our dream lineup. 
Yeah. So, this, you know, imagine that all of us in picking our five cast members are basically filling out a cast we would want to see, you'd most want to see do a sketch together. Maybe it's an impressionist and maybe a great character guy. You want to put that perfect Might be a weekend together. update anchor. Exactly. You know, exactly. Yeah. Maybe an anchor. Right. Maybe, you know, like put that perfect little five together. And we now have, believe it or not, 44 seasons. 44 seasons of SNL That's to pick crazy. from. How many total do we have, George? Do we know how many total cast members there have been this time, including no. like even the one-year wonders? I want to say we had four sheets of it because I printed them all out. It was right. uh, impressive. Yeah. Four sheets. What Buck and I, I plan say on was, being at the end of the podcast? I want to say it was around 160 cast members. But anyway, go ahead and pump that into your Google machine and see what you come up with. All right, so let's go ahead and start with our first pick of the night, the number one pick on the board. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. From your Uncle Buck, it is... One Mr. Will Ferrell. Yep. yep. All right. Got to be. Has All to right. be. All right. I applaud that. So Will Ferrell obviously did, did a lot of great sketches. Uh, Jeopardy with Alex Trebek. Uh, Cowbell. You know, um, the old couple mu musicians, uh, the, the cheerleaders. He did so many great things. But what's so great about Will Ferrell was he wanted to be included by all the other cast members who were trying to break through. Right. He was constantly being dragged into these sketches, right? So many of these glue guys, like uh, like a Phil Hartman or some of these other guys, mm -hmm. were like the heart and soul of the show. He was the heart and soul, but he also had his own stuff. Right. It, his abused Alex Trebek is one of the funniest uh, peripheral, peripherally, peripheral? Per sure. What no, are you no, trying, what are you trying to yeah. say? Yeah. Most underrated characters of all time. Alex Trebek getting beat up by Burt Reynolds and, uh, Sean and Sean Connery. So, George, Will George, when you think Will Ferrell, I know you can go with, like, I have a ham steak with my lava. Yeah. You can go <laughs> the tiny more phone. cowbell. <laughs> you can go to any number of things. I'm going to say four words for people that remember how great he was when he basically came into the Belichick offense and caught like 70 passes for 1,100 yards and eight touchdowns his rookie year. Four words. Get off the shit! Why didn't he just say he doesn't like my burgers? <laughs> I will punch you in the face if you don't get off the shit! Now get off the shit! Get off the shit! Get off the damn shit! I mean, the, the, yeah. great job, David. And it's, you know, as much as we love the topical parodies, as much mm -hmm. as we love the uh, iconic satirizations and the impersonations. Now it's he, when people come up with these random little bits sure. when they make friends with a writer who said, like, I've always had this funny bit, Donald, where I've wanted to do a thing. Like, you want to test this out? You make friends with a writer, and then Will Ferrell becomes the muse for a writer, and they do stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you have a hair of Kyle Bell, what are you going to think of? Will Ferrell. It's Blue yeah. Oyster Club. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Blue Oyster Club, yeah. what it is. And yeah. um, for me, the, the two iconic Will Ferrell things for me is I drive a Dodge Stratus, <laughs> they stopped making that car because of him. And two, if you ever go back on YouTube, watch his audition. Yeah. Yes. It is so original. It when, when he plays a cat, and it's so simple. Yeah. But you sit there and go, he's gonna be a star. But also, what, if Easily. you look at the entire list of everyone who's come through Saturday Night Live, so many of the people became such bigger stars after, and yeah. so many people were bigger stars in the show and never did it. He was both. He was a huge star after and on. Also politically, he was George W. Yeah. Strategy. He had a one-man Broadway show because of it. Yes. All right, let's go ahead and move on to pick number two in our draft. Nick Stevens, you are on the call. I think I'm going to surprise people with this pick. I think some are going to say, too early, too early. But I'm going to go with a value play, and you know I love a utilitarian pick, somebody who can be in a lot of things and also has star power. I want somebody with the number two pick in a 20-person SNL fantasy draft that I know they can carry a sketch that's iconic, and they played enough characters that when they walked on screen, you said, yes, that person's there. And I can't wait to see that sketch. And that person is? From the basement in Aurora, Illinois. Yes. Oh. Mike Myers. Wow, oh, Carvey. Wow. Wow. wow, interesting. Now, Dana Carvey's comedy I respect immensely, and I think Dana Carvey did, and he should maybe go three and four, and maybe, Maybe I picked out of need as opposed to picking for what the sense, what the board said I should pick. I think Mike Myers is truly a comic genius. And I'll point to this. Something like The Love Guru, many years later, post-SNL, where he failed miserably and tried hard for something. That's exactly how, that's how this goes. I know Dana Carvey did the same, too. But Mike Myers is fastidious in his preparation. Mike Myers would try 
would work for so long to get a character right. Aren't there stories that like he wouldn't like leave, like he wouldn't do a character, like he used to go workshop yes. Austin Powers. Now again, that's outside of in SNL. In like a club. Right. In the club. But when he was on SNL, from everything from, hello, my name is Simon, Simon. and I do do drawings, yeah. right? And Wayne's World. I mean, just for Wayne's World alone, you immediately, when you create one of like the 10 canon sketches in SNL history, you immediately become a potential first round draft pick. I mean, what's more iconic than Wayne and Garth, man? Garth, get it together, man. Don't hurl, because if you hurl and I catch a whiff of it, man, I'm going to spew. All right? And if I blow chunks, chances are someone else is going to honk, all right? And that's going to set off a peristaltic chain reaction. All right? Also, he wasn't an ensemble guy. He did his own thing. He, did, he was a he, star. He, he was did a, Wayne. A, a star. He did Sprockets. He did Simon. Yep. He did Philip uh, the Hyper Hypo. Uh -huh. Remember? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, with, with, the, with the harness? With the harness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nicole Kidman. And he would do something special with, with the guest host, but he wasn't an ensemble guy. Right. Which, no. it, it, kind of like a Chris Kattan kind of did his own thing. Right. Uh, but, you know, Except Myers. with this particular yeah. I do my own thing guy who was not a weekend update guy. 100%. Every time when he did his thing, he did it, he knocked it out of the park, and it became memorable. Well, I mean, it's safe to say that he probably had the most eclectic and probably the most wide range of accents. And it goes back to right. what you were saying. He legitimately needed to get it perfect. Yes. Right. Yeah. He was a true I mean it he is. was a true performer. Like he's a he's a great he's a great actor and I'll point to this. Once again, I know I've reached for a lot of post SNL stuff in talking about how impressed I am by him. But you have to. But like the map room scene from Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. 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 I but mean he's an F and he's an F and genius. And if I had to start I this is almost like I right now, if I had like Go ahead. All right, you can start an NFL franchise right now. Which quarterback are you taking? Are you taking Goff? Are you taking Watson? Are you taking Mayfield? Like, no, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna reach for Rodgers or Brady. You want to know why? I need a veteran perfectionist who's gonna be a miserable fuck until they yeah. get the sketch yeah, but right. He, but you also talk about perfectionist coffee talk. Started off coffee with him as a, oh God, as a, as a male character, and he, and changed he just it. and he hated it. He didn't like it, and then he he thought to himself. God, my mother-in-law is more entertaining than this. Linda and that's Richmond. what he based, you know, yeah. he suddenly Baldwin. became. Paul Baldwin yeah. from Paul New York. Baldwin. Paul Baldwin. See? Now, the longer, and the, longer we, and the longer we deep dive on Mike Myers, the more we realize, yeah. like. And we could do a whole show just on Mike. So yeah. why don't we go on? Let's move on to uh, pick number three on our draft. Uh, George, you are on the clock. You know what? I'm, I'm going to skip over my, my original pick for number one, and I'm going to go to number. He was Todd, suffering from yet another heart attack of the Chicago Superfans, Cindy the Gap Girl, Jack Jamon from the McLaren Group. His two most iconic roles were Matt Foley, motivational speaker who lived in a van down by the river, and the host of the Chris Farley Show, Chris Farley. I'm taking Chris Farley, the funniest man. Most lovable. Most lovable. Gotta be. Absolutely. Gotta be most lovable um, in the history of the show. In, in the Chris Farley Show, he would ask... He would get these great guests and ask them dumb questions and then berate himself in front of them. For example, so asking Paul McCartney if he remembered the time when everyone said he was dead and the album had like clues saying you were dead. <laughs> you weren't really dead, right? <laughs> no, of course not. But my, um, the great SNL writer, Tim Hurley, he stated in the book, uh, Live from New York, Farley was such a great weapon for the writers. If you were writing a sketch and got to page six and nothing was happening, you would just write, Farley enters. And he did it so many times in so many sketches, it was a trick that always worked and never failed. But and what a great physical comedian. With oh, he was so good. Not only, with the way, remember the time he threw his table, uh, body on the coffee table, and it just exploded, and the right. cast was yeah. dying laughing. Yeah, Matt Foley. And, well, and, yeah. and during well, that segment. I'm here segment, to tell you that you're probably gonna find out as you go out there that you're not going to amount to Jack Squat! <laughs> Yeah, and then in, in even the Chris Farley show, just the physical comedy of like squeezing his own thumbs, being so nervous while he wasn't able to answer the questions in that smaller jacket. Yeah. Like the man was an absolute genius. So Matt Foley, little funny kind of side bit, looking at this stuff, written by Bob Odenkirk. Yes, who's oh, a genius. God, that's right. Yeah. Blown away Truly by one it, of but the great comedy, uh, underrated comedy writers. What I love about Farley is, I mean, we all know his obsession with Belushi and his, you know, his his iconic status with him, but. When Farley kind of brought it down and kind of was self-deprecating and, you know, was as earnest as possible, I saw a lot of John Candy in him. A lot yeah, of John Candy. Yeah, right. Super lovable. Super, exactly, a, exactly. A, a, a painful, hilarious, 
suffering mix of John Candy and John Belushi, yeah. too. Yeah. There's, I don't think there's any, like, if I had to pick, if this was an SNL sketch draft, Matt Foley, motivational speaker, I think would go an hour. Also, also yeah. Chippendales. I would trade, I would trade. Chippendales. 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 Chippendales with Which Patrick is Swayze. Chris Rock hated, by the way. Yeah. He was so he really? mad at that. He didn't because want, he was exploiting Farley exactly. because he was fat. Yeah. Good. And guess yeah. what? People still laugh at it to this day, and I'm sorry it's Chris Farley's not here yeah. to enjoy it because he's sadly missed. And thank you also, George, for bringing up Live in New York, which is still, to this day, the best oral history first-person book, not just about comedy, about anything I've So good. Ever. All right, let's move on to pick number four. Don, you are on the clock, my friend. Jane, you ignorant slut. Oh! <laughs> wow! I think Dan Aykroyd, at the first four years, was probably the most well-rounded cast member that they had, whether it was the Bassomatic, where it was his Ford, like his, his weekend update. Jane, you ignorant slut. <laughs> Bagged out, dried up, slunk meat like you and Michelle Triola know the rules. If you want a contract, sign on the dotted line. Oh, but let's all shed a tear for poor Michelle Triola. There was only testimony that she had sexual intercourse over 40 times with another man while living with actor Lee Marvin. But I suppose that sort of fashionable promiscuity means nothing to someone like you, Jane, who hops from bed to bed with the frequency of a cheap ham radio. <laughs> I mean, just so brilliant. And what about the Bassomatic? The Bassomatic. I mean, some of these things that were just so bizarre, but so. Erwin uh, the- Mainway? Yep. Uh, uh, Coneheads? Yeah, a Coneheads. Coneheads. Yeah. I mean, it's. You're 100% right. An original member, or part of the original crew, and it was just a constant in that crew. Belushi was crazy. But innovative because, like, Conehead basically invented what would become, like, the I'm sketch from staple France. where you, you bring yeah, it back yes. every week or every other week. <laughs> and, right. and 100%. And Blues Brothers. And Blues Brothers, and Blues Brothers. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah. Yeah. 100% right. Blues Brothers. Great pick. Wow, who would have thought Love that it. Dan right. Aykroyd goes off the board before... The Joliet Jake does not go off before Elwood Blues. Also, four words, Johnny Bag of Glass. I was kind of going back and forth on this one because there's so much to choose from. Donald, you can put them together. You can marry the Blues Brothers. I No, 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 no. I think just because of what he did in 1980, saving the show, oh. it's only appropriate that I go here. Yeah. And it's Eddie Murphy. Oh, well done. Brilliant pick. Whether it was Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood, um, whether it was Buckwheat, which he uh. decided to kill off because he was sick of doing it. <laughs> Got a Gumby. Gumby, Gumby James Brown in the hot tub. He, him and, well, Steve, I don't know if Joe Piscopo helped him, but, yeah. I mean, the whole cast was fired after 1980, and they yeah. kept him and Piscopo. And he carried that for four years. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely brilliant. His stuff was so unique and original. Uh, Save the he, show. Yeah, he he kept it afloat literally until yeah. they could get and Lauren Michaels back. He was 19 years old when he started. Was he really? 19 years old. Wow, yeah. crazy, crazy to think about. I always want to live in a house like yours, my friend. Baby, when there's nobody home, I'll break in. It feels real good to walk streets again after being in jail doing seven to ten. Would you be mine? Won't you be mine? I wish you were my neighbor. <laughs> So he walks over and somebody bangs on the door and he just goes, oh, Mr. Rogers has, a, has a somebody at the door, boys and girls. Who is it? <laughs> it's an eviction notice. <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, if I had to pick all 20 of the, the picks here, I don't think I'd go Eddie Murphy. And the thing is, I became what? such an Eddie Murphy fan. I didn't love Eddie Murphy's. Sa- I, I was. I liked Eddie Murphy. Wow! Yeah, I liked Eddie you. Murphy on Saturday Night Live. I just didn't love it. Wow. Oh, come on! No, it's fine. It's good. It's fine. It's no, fine. and I understand how integral he was to saving the franchise, if you will. Look, I love me some Bledsoe the same way that I celebrate some Brady, and maybe that's what Eddie Murphy was in a lot of ways. He had to come in and save the franchise. Be a race. Free the Gene Domanian years. Right. But oh yeah, oh, you, you, <laughs> really? You? How dare you? He didn't right, say it was well, Michael Bishop. I, I, exactly. I, res- I, I respect the Michael Bishop. I don't. Re- I. I don't hate the player. I hate the game. I just love that Donald put together tra- the cast of Trading Places in his first two picks. Oh, brilliant! Oh, good. Uh, pick. Yeah, let's solid. go ahead and move to pick number six. Uh, George, we're going back to you. Okay. I'm picking this because I don't think he's going to be there in the third round. Might be a tad early for him, but hi everyone. Shawshank's hottest pick is Bill Hader. 
Bill Hader, Emmy Award-winning Bill Hader. Uh, obviously, the crazy New York club promoter, Stefan. But Hader was an amazing impressionist doing obscure characters like Alan Alda auditioning for Biff in Back to the Future or playing Al Pacino, who was playing Charlie Brown in the Christmas classic, You're a Rat Bastard, Charlie Brown. But one of my favorite original Hader creations was the old cantankerous news reporter, Herb Welch, who continually hit the interviewee with the microphone while asking inappropriate questions after getting talking to's by the, uh, by the, news, by the hosts of the news. Um, much like Hartman, Hader was a team player who could let the host shine while adding to the scene. One of my favorites is Jonah Hill's six-year-old insult comic, comic who goes to Benny Hanna with his dad. His facial expressions based on the kids embarrassing uh, him as genius. He was also the first SNL member to be, no to be nominated for Best Supporting Actor in the comedy series. Bill Hader, too early, Nick? Yes. Too early for Bill Hader. He would have been there in the third round. No, I don't think so. Absolutely. There's way too much talent. No. Yeah, I would agree. I would tend to agree. I know it's a personal way, favorite of George, which is way fine. Way too much talent on the board. Way too much. Dude, we're talking about, like, we're talking SNL in the 70s, 80s, and 90s talent on the board. I'm telling you, 2000s, Bill Hader, go back and watch him. He was one of the best. He'll be considered a top test. Is a, is a special guest. Have you heard of Blackula, the Black Dracula? Yes. Well, they have a Jewish Dracula. Oh, what's his name? Sidney Applebaum. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, you tell me, you don't think Hader, after, you know, he's no. gonna. He, he's no, gonna, he would have been available to you in the third round. You, fuck, fourth, you would have anyway. taken them. I would not have taken Hader. This I would say fourth. I in definitely fourth think he's worth being taken, but there's I don't think he's high. In the, there's a in lot the top 20, the it, yeah, there's a lot of talent on the board, George. Wow, I disagree. I think Hader is a uh, top 10 pick. All right, all right, fair enough, George. Uh, and that, and I respect that's, it. And that's why you're a jerk. Yeah, go fuck yourself, <laughs> Nick. Let's go ahead. Wow. We've moved Good. on. To yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't right. be sorry. Let's move on to pick number seven. Back to you, Nick. I'm going to take somebody that Bill Hader Like Tim Meadows? Would see... I'm going to take someone that Bill Hader would see me select and say, of course you take this guy in front of me. I'm going to take the first, I'm going to take the second big true original star from early Saturday Night Live. He appeared in the first sketch ever on Saturday Night Live. And as much as you think that a nerd like me who appreciates good comedy writing would want to go with somebody like Michael O'Donohue, no, no, no. No Coke, Pepsi. Oh, brilliant. You have to go with Joliet Jake. Guys, before there's no Farley without him. There's no brought there's no physical comedy. There's no Horatio Sands. There's no Horatio Sands. There's no funny fat guy. There's no rock Bobby and roll. Man. What was Saturday Night Live in the 70s? It was people staying up till five, six in the morning or well into Sunday, doing coke, drinking beers, making comedy, being rock stars, showing people that rock stars, while they while you play rock and roll, that's where the term comes from. That, it, that you could be something different and still be a rock star. And my pick, with the seventh pick overall. You you literally just got Tom Brady with the seventh pick. I can't believe I just yeah. got Tom. I did. I got Tom Brady with the seventh cheeseburger, pick. Cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. You're comparing John <laughs> like, Belushi to Tom Brady? God. How about his... Well, I, mean, I, got you know, John, I got John Belushi with the seventh pick. Do we have a clip it's of like, John like Belushi? It's like a Logan Mankins. John Belushi. I logged a lot of miles training for that day. And I downed a lot of donuts. Little chocolate donuts. They taste good, and they've got the sugar I need to get me going in the morning. That's why little chocolate donuts have been on my training. Yeah, I'm disappointed. I, I wanted Belushi, hopefully, in my, with my second took, pick. I'm stunned he, he took this took line to get here. Bill Hader over John Belushi. Hey. Well, remember, he played Vito Corleone, a character that George is not familiar with. <laughs> also, let's. Uh, I'm sorry, excuse me? Thank you. Oh, George has never seen Godfather. On purpose? Let's go to, let's go to John Belushi for comment. Oh, you can't, because he died tragically uh, in the cocaine. Uh, actually, the most touching uh, Saturday right. Night Live sketch. Hey, let's let's recorded. And sketch. now let's talk about all. Hold on, guys. Sidecast. Let's talk about all of Bill Hader's great movies. Trainwreck. <laughs> uh, cloud, cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Although he isn't, he isn't. I'm in, in Hawaii, two. bitches. Inside <laughs> Out. No, no, it go, chapter two is in. What? It he just won an Emmy for Barry. Which I was Shawshank by. You won an Emmy for stupidest person ever. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's move on super now. Super bad. Super bad, yes. Uh, he was the bomb in Superbad. David, up high. I'm not denying how funny Bill Hader is. John Belushi, the man is, admit, the man is iconography. He is Did iconography. Did Andy Leibovitz ever He's take Bill Hader's picture? Sorry. No. I love, I'm sorry. Let's not fight. I don't like it when we no, fight. No, no, uh, that's it. I'm not, no draft day trades with you. No Coke, no Pepsi, no draft day trades. 
Little chocolate donuts. All right, let's move on to pick number eight. Fuck is All right, I'm very excited. I am thrilled that she is back on, or still on this list. The first female picked at oh, number eight. Wow. One Miss Gilda yep. Radner. Wow, there you Respect. go, Buck. Respect. You took a woman. Uh, first of all, if you're, if you're trying to round out the best possible team here, how Jeez, in the world do you not George, take Gilda what the hell? Radner? One of the original Not Time for Primetime players. Roseanne, Rosanna Donna. Uh, she was also Barbara Nerds. Wawa in one of the great Barbara Walters impressions of all time. They pretty much ruined, but well, it didn't ruin her career, but I mean, Barbara Walters, you know, she ne nobody ever thought of her ever, no matter what story she was doing without going, I'm Barbara Wawa. Buck, Buck, this is Kristen Wiig, 35 years before I was just going to say, well, it, uh, yes, we talked about. Like, much like Belushi set, set, the, set the stage for, you know, Farley, Radner was Wig. Sets it for everything. There was no, there was no fear behind her. She did anything yeah. you asked. And really, she honestly was that early heart and soul of the show. If you hear interviews with Chevy Chase, with uh, Bill Murray, uh, everyone fell in love with her. Absolutely loved her. And she was the one that right. would kind of giggle and crack up, and that you could just tell the entire cast just adored her. And, uh, I'm depressed, I gained weight, my face broke out, I'm nauseous, I'm constipated, my feet swelled, my gums are bleeding, my sinuses are clogged, I got heartburn, I'm cranky, and I have gas. What should I do? <laughs> Mr. Fader, you sound like a real attractive guy. <laughs> Just that, an absolutely that, brilliant comedian. That's the thing. You hear a John Belushi clip, you hear a Gilda Radner clip, 40 years later, still make you laugh out loud. Still oh, funny. Yeah. 100%. Still funny. Absolutely timeless. Editorial note, has, has anyone seen the documentary Love Gilda? Heard no. about it, I haven't seen it. Yeah. I got Shawshank by that. Excellent. Fantastic. Yeah, is it really, really, excellent. Yeah, really good? Yeah, about um, obviously the just days on SNL, out. but her, yeah, it just came out. Yeah. yeah, I'm on top of these things. It's, 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 called, it's called producing, George. Um, but wow. no, no wow. offense, George. Come on. Um, but uh, it's excellent. Touching. Goes through uh, all of her. She was married like four times. Did you know she was married to G.E. Smith? The annoying the uh, guitar band player. Band yeah. Hall & Oates. Yeah, Hall & Oates fame and yeah. SNL fame. Yeah, with the giant forehead. Yeah, exactly. And uh, later, of course, Gene Wilder right. tells the whole story. Right. Sad, touching, very good. Yeah. And, of course, she's remembered by Gilda's house as well. Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, everyone who likes to make terrible picks in a draft can swing by Bill Hader's house. <laughs> and the light's always on because Bill's home, not making any <laughs> Uh Let's move Emmy, on to Emmy Award with Bill Hader. He won an Emmy last week. For no best actor in the comedy. We're going to move on to pick number nine. We're back to me again. Oh, thank God. And I'm going to take somebody who I'm stunned. This is, I contemplated making this my number one pick. Phil Hartman. Oh, yeah, oh absolutely. Wow. Phil Hartman. How uh, do you not go, how do you, how do you not, when you know you want to assemble an, like your Avengers of Saturday Night Live, your, your, your late Saturday night sketch comedy, how do you not go for a Troy Brown? Well, and what's so funny about Phil Hartman is he didn't come on to cast until he was about 40. He had... Uh, toured with Pee Wee. Uh, yeah, he was in Groundlings. Yeah, he was in Groundlings with Pee Wee Herman. And, and he set the standard for the whole Groundlings thing moving to SNL. Yeah. And then later, he was a huge influence in the Simpsons franchise. Yep. The guy was so wildly talented. An incredible actor, too. He was uh, amazingly a guy who not only played Ronald Reagan, but then later Bill Clinton. Yeah. And you know, his one, Clinton of the first, was great. one of the first Trump impressions, also. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. No, well, he, sir, we've only been jogging for three blocks. Besides, Mrs. Clinton asked us not to let you into any more fast food places. Well, I just want to mingle with the American people, talk with some real folks, maybe get a Diet Coke or something. All right, fine. But please, don't tell Mrs. Clinton. Jim, let me tell you something. There's going to be a whole bunch of things we don't tell Mrs. Clinton. <laughs> fast food. You're probably wondering why I'm not here today. Unfortunately, my uh, wife went crazy. Hi, I'm Troy so, McClure. So sad. Oh, that was dark. Dude. Maybe, maybe the most tragic of all the Saturday Night Live deaths because he was so beloved, so talented, and just in such a horrible fashion. It was murdered. But, Buck, can you name, so, so far we got nine guys. I guess Bill Hader probably could be in this category. And no, we're not haters on Hader. Hashtag haters on Hader if you want to talk about tonight's podcast. The everyman. But, like, Phil Hartman was probably the most generous of all the people chosen so far, and maybe of all the ones that'll be in the top 20. We, we talked about it earlier, glue. Yeah, he was yeah. the first thing you think of is glue. Yeah. They he used just, to call him glue at the table, at yeah. the table reads, because he would be selling the shit out of some new writer's piece, and, and they would say glue, glue, and he'd think they were saying boo, and he, he'd get all embarrassed. Right. But that's from the, the book. Right. Yeah. I mean, he would hold sketches together. He could always play the straight man. He might be the perfect person to throw to for like a... 
Well, I'm not sure exactly how this sketch is supposed to end, but I'm going to say something in a Phil Hartman voice. He'd, be, yeah. he'd, he'd do the commercials. Yeah, he'd, do yeah. The com- yeah. he'd do the commercials, too. He would voice over voice all the stuff. Yeah. He was in Colon, Colon Blow, of course, which was amazing. <laughs> and he could also, he was Unfrozen Caveman Lawyer, so he had oh, characters. Oh, yeah, unfrozen Caveman Lawyer. His Sinatra. Yeah. Was, was spot on. Oh, when they did the duets. Oh, yeah. Come here, cue ball. Cue ball, you're out. <laughs> Fuck, I feel like you're running Rob your... Schneider, Katie Lang? Do you dare enter Monsterland? You may not know that some 50 miles west of Boston sits what may be one of the most diverse and comprehensive paranormal locations in the world. If you listen to the Monsterland podcast, the secrets will be revealed to you. I'm Maddie Blake, actor, TV host, and believer, and I'm fortunate to be co-hosting the show with the author of the book known as Monsterland, Ronnie LeBlanc. Thanks, Maddie. Well, you said it. We're practically next door to the Lemister State Forest, a place that's had a decades-long list of strange phenomena, including UFOs, paranormal activity, Bigfoot, strange sightings, occult, and military activity. Absolutely. And Ronnie, on the Monsterland podcast, we'll be joined by a murderer's row of experts from all over the world to finally figure out if these claims belong in the myth or Monsterland files. So make sure you listen, binge, and believe as each chapter of our mysterious journey unfolds. You can find the Monsterland podcast on pod617.com, the mighty pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. Join the passionate fans who we're already hearing from. See you soon in Monsterland. <laughs> Great stuff. All right, let's move on to pick number Buck, 10. Buck, if I may, did, any, did, did you guys, do you guys recall the uncharacteristically sentimental bit that Hartman did with Jan Hooks? The yeah. dance. The, the Technicolor dance. Yeah. They played that after he died. It got a little uh, Very, mis- misty uh, yeah. where I was. Yeah. The, he was an incredible actor. I don't think anyone gives him enough credit for what a good actor he was. But anyway, let's move on to pick number 10. On our board, Nick, you are back up. Wow, this is a really, this is difficult. I don't think I'm going to get everyone that I want now. Damn it, because I wasn't expecting some of the people that I've chosen to be available when I chose them. Son of a... I know, right? Nothing but first world problems here. All right, you know what? Once again, Nick, very generous with the time on the clock. Oh, shit. I'm having fun. Not... Not uh, well, isn't that special? Uh, How do you not get halfway through uh, a top 20 SNL and go with maybe one of the smartest players? Maybe the best actual sketch actor they've ever exactly. had? Exactly. Oh, easily, easily. Sketch yeah, performer, I mean, just, perhaps. I mean, a man who was yeah. made, he's a good stand-up comedian, he's a good character actor, but a man made for sketch comedy who would gladly settle back and play the sidekick, the co-host, or an ancillary player who could be featured and became a marquee player and toured the country for years and got movie deals and is still beloved to this day. His fastball net, his fa- he lost miles per hour off it, but it was still as dangerous from the first day as it was up to now. Garth, to the Wayne, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Dana Carvey. Issue one, the Mideast Peace Conference, trick or treat. Will the Israelis cooperate or does the Palestinian delegation have them spooked? Papio Cannon. Oh, I think Israel is justifiable. Wrong! Goes to Fred Bonds. I don't think a withdrawal. Wrong, Martone! Well, the Palestinians are probably... Not scary enough, Jack-o'-lantern Jamon. <laughs> John, I'd really prefer... Wrong! To... The correct answer is the mini-piece. Yeah, like, the incredible impressions and also, like, not gonna do it. Bush, like, he actually yeah. affected the performance uh, and, the, and the, the, the way that America thought about a president because of his impression. Here's how, how talented he was. When, when it was Clinton, Ross Perot, and Bush, he was so good at both Bush and Ross Perot, they did a split camera and recorded the Ross Perot bits. David so that, Spade stood in for him, yeah. Yeah, so that they could have Carvey doing both of them in the three-man debate. His impressions list? They're just, they're... Oh, it reads like War and Peace. Yeah. It's so <laughs> long. Oh, how about ha- Massive Head Wound Harry? <laughs> oh, he must smell my dog. That was a completely impromptu thing when the dog started eating his head. And he's not a breaking character like Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Massive head with Harry. Oh, my God. I mean, really, like, he's one. Oh, my God. Hans and Franz. Jeez. I'm yeah. still blown away that he's not a bigger success post-Saturday Night Live. But at the same time, he is. It. He is. Like, he's not, he's not a multi-billionaire. He's not a... He should have been the next Billy Crystal. 
All right, we're going to move I, on I mean, to I the... I guess, yeah, he never hosted the Oscars, but yeah. You're but, right. you know, I think he could have yeah. done, like, when Harry met Sally, stuff like that. All right. All right, let's move on to pick number 11. We're going back to uh, George, if you can believe this. Garrett, this Garrett. this next pick is me just picking Bill Hader a second time because <laughs> I have such a boner for him. You know this what? Pick has has anybody picked Adam Sandler yet? <laughs> wow. You know wow. What? Everyone, everyone you know busting George's here's, here's another, they're going to call it a reach, but it's not. Oh, boy. So it is a reach. This is Keenan Thompson's show oh, now on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, no, Keenan Thompson, I think, is a legit uh, 11? top 20. Yeah. I could watch his Steve Harvey impressions all day, playa. Longest running cast member in the tradition of a writer using Farley Enters to get a crowd reaction. Now they use Keenan Reacts. Best facial expression in comedy today. One of my favorite Keenan roles was that of... Reggie Hudson, the constantly insulted band leader of the Dakota Fanning Show, who just just reacts to Dakota's disrespecting comments about how much smarter she is than him. And then he still seems underrated. Bill Cosby, his Bill Cosby is amazing. What up with that, where he plays the host who fails to interview his guests so he can sing his theme song over and over again. And also, what you don't know, Nick, Keenan Thompson holds the record for most celebrity impressions performed on the show, 129, beating out Daryl Hammond's 107. Wow. Awesome. So he's the Costco of Saturday Night Live. Oh, wow. right. No, I actually, hey, George, sorry. George, George I, I think this is a better too, pick no, than I your, your, I, your Bill Hader pick. I do. I think Keenan, we talked about it before right. on the podcast. I'm just busting out. I think Keenan Thompson, longevity alone. Right, right. I mean, how do you find it? Well, he's the Adam Vinatieri. Well, but also, he had one of the Adam Vinatieri of Saturday Night Live. He's still relevant. He's still getting it done. But, but he had one of the unique, one sec, Donald, but he had one of the unique uh you know, kind of handicaps coming into it. He was known. He was a, a, he was a Nickelodeon child, child yeah, star. Yeah. So, like somebody like an Anthony Michael Hall comes along after doing movies and stuff and completely bombs. bombs. You have this guy who most of the country already knows as some kid on Nickelodeon. Now he's suddenly welcome like, to Good Burger. Right. Can I help you? <laughs> so now he's got to and, and he had to have that kind of longevity and to be one of these guys, the Californians that's always brought into these sketches. <laughs> it's so great. brilliant, brilliant. Pick. What's the reason for longevity? He is this. He is now the glue. Even Oscar speech is a pretty big platform. Humongous platform. <laughs> what up with that, man? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of actors have a genuine passion for certain causes. Passion in action. Yeah, that's right. They've got a, they've got a passion in action. And uh, I think it's cool that they're talking about things that are important. Talking important, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you got it. It's Paul Rudd. Yeah, I got it, baby. Because <laughs> I got to say Ooh, yeah. What up with that? What up with that? Yes. I love right, I'll, I'll this give sketch. it to you a little bit. What's that? <laughs> I'll give it to you a little bit. That was actually pretty good. <laughs> no, but you were saying, Donald, that he was uh, it's, it's, the glue. The, the longevity is the reason he's now their glue, is what yeah. it yeah. is. And not to mention the fact he hosts Black Jeopardy. Black which Jeopardy. I hate to say, uh, I gotta, be, so I gotta be honest, I like his host of Black Jeopardy. As much as I love Will Ferrell, if I had to pick between the two, really, yeah, I, his ho he's super. His funny Steve in this. Harvey on Family Feud is is genius as well. And I'm gonna go ahead and say, like every now and again, whenever there's either like, oh, so she's the token lead female, or like he's the token gentleman of color on the show, like he has outlasted so many other people, and that's because Keenan reacts to big smiley face, ability to be able to maintain celebrity impressions, and the fact that he's a jovial, solid actor. He's a great utility part. Right. Yeah, no doubt. All right, let's move on to pick number 12. We're going back to Donald. I know everyone loves Tina Fey and Amy Poehler and Kristen Wiig, but to me, for my money, Rachel Dratch. Wow. 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 If no one gives Debbie you, she gives you more in a scene than I think the rest of them do, and she is funny as hell. Yeah. Debbie Downer, Britney Spears, Kelly Osbourne. The Sully and it's, his girlfriend. Yeah, Sully yeah. and her. Pound for pound, I would put her up comedically with any of them in the modern day SNL. Oh, okay. Those girls in the 2000s really made they it. They raised it, the bar. And, and, and they made it, didn't make it, it was the boys club anymore. And she goes, and she's oddball, obviously. She's quirky. She's not, she's not, look, I'm not telling anyone anything they don't already know, yeah. but like, not necessarily like the matinee idol. She's not like she's short. She's kind of like she's like female Chris Kattan. Right. I mean, well, yeah, I, she's got I, with what that qualities of Gilda. That face for like, I think she works for it. She works for every every she's laugh. Petite, she's petite. She is. Funny thing is though, Donald, you say this. 
And just because, you know, we're doing this kind of podcast, I Googled, like, SNL character rankings before. She was in the top 30 of almost every random blog person, magazine that had ever ranked them all because she was overlooked. Yeah. Just one of those things, like, super funny. Like, wow, so many other characters. And Debbie... Debbie, Debbie Downer. Downer's pretty great. <laughs> Debbie Downer's fan. My cat has feline Junior age. hugged me at the door, and I thought I was going to cry. <laughs> I guess Roy isn't doing as well as they first thought. What? Who's Roy? Roy of Siegfried and Roy. He was attacked by his own tiger and suffered devastating injuries. Yeah, I think she may have been available later on yeah. in the draft. What do you think, Buck? Yeah, possibly. But you know what? I'm not uh, adverse to this uh, being a pick. That's it's Donald no Bill Hader. Yeah, it is no wow. Bill Hader. Wow, <laughs> you guys. I'm interested to see, though, Donald, you're up again. Where where did he feel like uh, she – who did she trump to get your uh, your pick oh, here? Who's your, who's your next pick as oh, we're looking okay. at pick number 13? I kind of – I had a feeling he was going to be around for this, but I'm going to go back with the OG. I'm going Chevy Chase. Thank you. Right. Wow. Finally, thank Chevy you. Chevy Chase. Great. Now, I, I, I love Chevy, but he did one season. That's it. Because he was such a big star. Well, absolutely, but star. one he season. Big... He's the only one-season guy. If you look at all the list of everyone who did one season, he's the only one who had a significant impact, obviously, on the show. Everyone oh, else Gerald was Ford. One, one and done. No. Nope. Eisenhower. There's one other. Land we'll Shark. See. We'll see. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Let, let, I got, let I got thrown off by his Land yeah. Shark. Land Shark, yeah. Uh, sorry. Got, yeah. Have, so any of that. that makes me laugh. <laughs> Who's there? Mrs. Arvin Johnson. So I think I, I think any list that we're making here, Chevy has to be on it. Yeah. Is it now, Donald, do you pick him because I see here's the thing too, also. He was like weekend update became starting in the nineties, like that's what you did. From Norm McDonald, Kevin Nealon had to borrow a lot of his time to do that because he filled in afterwards because they took uh, actually it wasn't um, Dennis Miller was in there. No, it was Dennis Miller, then it was Norm McDonald, then Norm McDonald got fired by Don, uh, Colin Don Quinn. Olmeyer. Colin Quinn, yeah. So Colin Quinn came in, Kevin Nealon. None of them were as funny as Norm McDonald, but most of those guys were just Weekend Update only. Chevy Chase was Weekend Update. He created the star it, yes. of every he created it, right? Created it. Well, tennis player, ophthalmologist, transsexual, Dr. Renee Richards is writing a book about her life. It is tentatively titled, Tennis Without Balls. <laughs> and the Gerald Fort in the fall. Yeah, his uh, his Pratt falls, I should say. Yes, yeah. second to none. Now, how do you, I mean? Do we think? And of course, then he went on to become the biggest comedy star in America for a little while, and then John After Belushi. After a couple of bombs, then he went crazy. <laughs> Goldie Hawn, but yeah. Well, that's what cocaine will do to you. But like, cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> is the original Flash in the pit? I guess he's kind of like the original superstar, the original Flash. Original in the has been Saturday first. Yeah. Saturday Night's first has been. Uh, all right, let's move on to pick number 14 on our list. We're going back to George for what I'm sure will be a stunning pick that nobody why, had on their list. Why does everyone hate me? I'm taking Amy <laughs> Poehler from uh, the, the Dakota Fanning Talk Show. was one of my favorite skits ever on SNL. She was a blast on Weekend Update. She was a brilliant Hillary Clinton, better than Kate McKinnon, I think, as Hillary. And she was one of the most versatile actresses on the show. Also the first SNL cast member ever to be nominated for a Supporting Actress in the Comedy Emmy Award. So she was well-respected, and she continues to have a career. She was, uh, she was one of the best females in that late Maya Rudolph, Tina Fey, uh, Amy Poehler, uh, Crystal Sherry, Blake, Sherry O'Terry. Sherry O'Terry, Molly Shannon. I, it's like another contemporary pick. What? It's not contemporary. Of course it is. Amy 2001. Was her first year? Yes, and she played on for it's like 2018. <laughs> so it's the 2000s. The show is 44 years old. I'm just, I, I think wow. Amy Poehler's excellent. I don't think she's necessarily over look, Rachel I, Dratch. I, I, I hey, I, hey, I'm sorry. Hey, no, no. It, so you know what? Actually, you know what, do you have a problem gonna, with me? Because we could talk if, if I was offline. Gonna, <laughs> if I was gonna go first female off the board between those, I would go with somebody else. I think Amy Poehler's an excellent pick. She's, she's no, a, you don't. In a lot of ways, she's a female Phil Hartman because you could ask her to play. You're a female a, Phil Hartman, Dick. That's actually a compliment. Actually, that's awesome. <laughs> Dick Hartman. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, all right. So, but are, are you picking? Are you, let me ask you this question. Yes. Are you picking? Are you picking her because 
you think that you need a female in there versus some of the other talent, some of the other iconic talent? Because of the Me Too movement, I don't. Th <laughs> because of hashtag. Is this, is this? Is this? No, I think she, Kippa too. No, I think she's the most talented performer left on my board. For reals. For okay. reals. That's a good. All right. All right. I think it's a. I think it's a worthy question. What's your favorite Amy Poehler thing? The the Dakota Fanning talk show. And Dakota Fanning is who again? <laughs> she was a, she was she a was, little. I, yeah, think yeah, yeah, no, all, I, I think she was awesome on Weekend Update when right. they did. Like, she was. When yes. Seth and Amy did yes. like really. Dakota Fanning was an eight-year-old actress who considered herself a serious actress rather than uh, a kid actress. So she would have like Abigail Breslin on and Daniel Radcliffe on, and she'd be, be like, "Oh, I get raped in my next movie. What are you doing? A movie about puppies? You know, it yeah. was." <laughs> Just Listen, insane. Yeah, talented, talented. I think you made your point. It's, uh, you know, why don't you just leave it alone now? Go fuck yourself. Uh, let's go ahead and pick uh, go pick 15. Nick, you're back on the board. Uh, that was some good fellas. Apparently, I am back on the board. I'm going to take the brains behind the Amy Poehler operation. I'm going to take who I believe is the funniest female that has come across Saturday Night Live in the 21st century. And listen, I considered Amy Poehler. I love Molly Shannon because Molly Shannon is incredibly funny and is so physically talented. And Sister Mary Catherine with the smelling of the armpits. And actually, I was almost going to shock you, Georgie. I was heavily considering Cecily Strong. I think she oh, is. Oh, okay. She could be like, I know we're not going to spend time afterwards doing like people that almost made the list are like a, a bro missions or an add-ons. I think Cecily Strong's fastball is wildly underrated. They, they should have kept her on Weekend Update. She, they should have kept her. Exactly. I loved it so much more when she yeah. was on that. I thought she was great. And she was one of those people, like, they don't do that anymore. They don't put you on Weekend Update and make you a player anymore. And Cecily Strong could handle it. She's super funny and the super The pick sexy. is Cecily Strong. It's not. <laughs> it was super close to being it. No, I'm going to go with the Norman Lear of the 21st century. I'm gonna go with my favorite American comedy writer right now. Does great impressions, did Weekend Update, and writes Broadway. Ladies and gentlemen, creator of my favorite sitcom, oh, the 21st the century, make the 30 pick. Rock, Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Good God. I forgot Sarah Palin. It's literally like a root canal sometimes with you. She didn't do anything aside from Weekend Update on the show until after she was off the show. Then she came back and did Sarah Palin. She was the head writer. She was the head writer, yeah. I think the, the best... The, the <laughs> no, and Amy Poehler's a great writer, too. I liked Amy Poehler more on Upright Citizens Brigade, and I like her more in movies. I think I she, she had done stuff with you in New York. She dated Nick Kroll, for God's sake. I've met her before. I think she's a fantastic... Is she hot? I, I think the best... The, the best way to describe like you said is, no. I bet she's crazy. <laughs> no, don't don't say that. She's a fabulous person. <laughs> the, the best way to describe her, like you said, smart. Just flat yes. out smart. She brought smart back and to it. That's so underrated in sketch comedy. Sometimes, is how smart people can be in just the comedy of it, and it's it's such a refreshing. When you see it, because you know it when you see it, right? And you're like, oh, okay, that's 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 top. She gets right it there. exactly. And she did the, what'd she do, uh, Groundlings in uh, Chicago mm -hmm. or she Second was, City, I'm sorry. She was Second City, yes. Yeah. And she came in sort of like great, underrated great writer, also. but highly underrated. And then just grew into becoming Underrated like, hot. I, uh, grew into becoming underrated super underrated hot. hot. And then, of the course, has now hosted the Golden Globes forever and written a bunch of great movies. But I think she just, I think she gets it. I think if there's anybody who's got the mind for being able to handle comedy from like, the minutia of the little detail that makes the joke work to a global perspective and the impact it's going to have. I hate to say it, but if you're funny on SNL and you're a female in the last 15 years, you're standing on the shoulders of Tina Fey, and that's why she's my pick. Wow. All right, let's go ahead and move on to uh, our final pick of round four. That comes from me, or old pal Uncle Buck. I'm stunned right now, gentlemen. Out of all the female uh, cast members picked, I never in my wildest dreams thought Kristen Wiig would be, still be available uh, right now. Yeah. you got to be kidding me. I will say right now that Kristen Wiig played so many different characters that, you know, you may not remember all the names of the different people. She made every sketch outright hilarious to the point where the cast couldn't keep their lines. The stuff from the Californians, uh, all of her weekend update stuff. <laughs> the Californians. I mean... 
she was just so the, the girl with the, the tiny hand that you like eat squirrels. Yeah. I mean, she was Gilly. Yeah, Gilly. Gilly. Right. Gilly. The, yeah, what's the, what's the name of the girl from the Target? Uh, Target lady. Target, Target lady. lady. Yeah. Oh, uh, how about her, Kathy Lee Gifford? I mean, just yeah. so brilliant in everything that she did. I'm drunk. Uh, it just, just, it, it, and it was just. My teenager la- drives me to work so I can read the paper and have my coffee. And if I clap twice, all the dogs in the world get an extra wiener. <laughs> and my dad's a chocolate chip cookie, so your dad is baked inside him. <laughs> and when I want to relax, I shrink into a pot of soup and float around and use a celery stick as a raft. So. I mean, just absolutely brilliant. And somebody who went on to become a big star afterwards as well. But Kristen Wiig, I don't think any female uh, cast member that ever had maybe laughed harder at the stuff that she did. Fearless is the one word I come yep. to mind with her. Is She wasn't afraid to do anything. Oh, no doubt. You know, you put an idea in front of her, let's roll with it. And let's she had actually dice. done a show called Joe Millionaire. I don't know if you guys remember this. It was I a do parody remember it. reality he show. He was a fake millionaire, right? Yeah, and she was one of the actors that they had wow. on there. Really? Pre-Saturday Night Live. Amazing. So go back and try and check that and out. And he picked show on Fox. That show. It, I loved that show. He was like a what? farmer or something like that. He no, was he just was like, like a, a they made oh, this construction, reality construction, construction worker. Yeah. That, was the, that, was the Heral- that was the Geraldo and Al Capone's vault of reality shows. Oh, I, actually, I loved that And he picked like Zoe the Brunette or something like that. No, it was like, who could survive in the house? Zoe the Brunette. Was that what it is? She made doing alt and weird and quirky sexy again. Yeah. And she did, like you said, fearless is, fearless the, cor- is the correct word. Yes. Yeah. All right. Funny uh, as much as she was fearless. Here we go with our final round. And we guys, are we ready, guys? Yeah. Here we go. Let's do this. All right, here we go. So for the fi- uh, first pick in round number five, I'm going to go with utilitarian player here, but somebody who I really feel like does not get enough credit. I'm going with Kevin Nealon. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And here right now it's, it's time for George reach picks. Yeah, it is. It, no, 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 no. Here's I, what I have for Kevin Neal. I never, uh, aside from like, like lack of depth of perception, man, or whatever he did, like no Mr. depth no perception, man, perception man, was brilliant. Uh, when he's back uh, in the car to the house, because Mr. Subliminal, yeah, yeah <laughs> Mr. Subliminal. Like, yeah. I, I like, like Kevin Nealon's sketches. Hans and Franz. I, yeah, but he wasn't the funny one. That was Dana Carvey. I would always get up and get a snack That's or the go thing. to the bathroom. He, he, <laughs> he was Nealon, the glue. Kevin Nealon was the bass or the, the love drum toilet. Solo. The love toilet. The love toilet was that great, was really good. But also, I. I, he was actually one of my favorite weekend update hosts. Yeah. You know, he was the Not one that would close. bring on he bring thought he Sandler was serious. Yeah. He was he was deadpan the whole time with yeah. that update. Yeah. No? Yeah. All right, well, me. we're we're around five. I like it, I Buck. So all right, thank you, George. Buck just picked his kicker. That's right, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From Navy. Uh, all right, so exactly. <laughs> Rutgers long snapper. Let's go ahead now and move on to the second pick of round five. Nick, you are back on the board. Okay, George, remember before the podcast I told you I'd come up with some sports comps for a lot of these picks? Yes. Here is the Darrell Rivas coming in for a Super Bowl season or at least being brought in to save the franchise when they knew they needed this person at this position the most. Was he already mentioned tonight? At, no, not at all. Oh. Not even close. There's no chance you think I'm going to make this pick. There's a lot of other people on there. Get out of here. What, dude, you belong. God, I want to hang out with this guy more. Who is it? After Eddie Murphy left, SNL went into complete tailspin and freefall. The Gene Domanian, a.k.a. the Woody oh. Allen movie producer years. Hey, because let me give me producer. a brown paper bag. I'm going to take and a guess dump what? on this pick. And, <laughs> and wow. in 1984, they needed one of those one-and-done celebrities to come breathe some life back into Saturday Night Live. And they brought back in who I believe is truly one of the great... Forget Billy Crystal, he ain't got nothing on this pick right here. Go ahead and name it. Martin Short. Ed wow. Grimley himself. Yeah, which was a SN, uh, SCTV. Doesn't matter yes. if he's no, wearing No, 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 you just bring off stuff from another Billy, show and come on pick, there. That's insane. You picked what Martin a horrible Short pick. over Billy Crystal? What a horrible pick. Martin. The whole, like, sm- the whole, yeah, here we go. Uh, oh, yo, oh, how's that oh, going again? Oh, What's that? our what producer David was in face-to-face. A small head bow is appropriate. When you meet the royal, <clears throat> the following is appropriate. Fah! <laughs> Sorry, a little out of context. Uh, the ye- that year he was on, it's hard to find clips. That was him doing a bit with Bill Hader where he had to prepare Bill Hader, the doctor, for the queen's vagina because he was a, a gynecologist. So here's a guy who's anyway. so versatile. <laughs> whose, year, whose entire year being on the show was wildly forgettable, and his best stuff came from SCTV. But he saved the show. But in a lot of ways, you talk about Eddie Murphy saving the show. Martin Short came in, and, he's not, and he finishes 
not only does he deserve to finish high for helping save the show in that incredibly forgettable time before we brought in the Jan Hooks and the John Lovitz, who I thought about picking, and the Phil Hartman years starting in 86 and beyond. Martin Short, he is musically talented. He moves like few other people. He's super funny. He's got iconic, unforgettable characters. He might be the most talented comedian out of the entire, out of the entire two, four thing. pages. And he was only there because he went on to movies afterwards. Right. I mean, how good was he in Interspace, damn it, with Dennis Quaid after he left? Three Amigos. Oh, I'll say it is, though. Three when Amigos. And everyone respected his game. Clifford. And I've seen a bunch of these people live. I have seen so many of these people live doing stand-up in sketch at UCB. I've been to SNL a couple yep. times. I've seen no person funnier. I have never seen a funnier person live than Martin Don't Short. Don't debate it. Not in one year inside. Side note, I think Inner Space was on TV 38 growing up, like, every Saturday. It yeah. was. Just the same way the, the American president. The same way the American president <laughs> shot Shea here at TNT all the time. Uh, with, Nathan, with Dana Nathan Thurm. Nathan Thurm. Yes. And uh, Synchronized Swimming. Let's not forget Synchronized Swimming. Oh, come on. Yes. One of, that's one of the great sketches that's of all time. That's a hell of an impact I don't for, a swim. One, for a one and done. Again, <laughs> Darrell Rivas, sure, Jet forever. SETV, that's where Martin Short belongs at the same time. Where did he get the ring from? Respect. Thank you. I can't believe Donald guessed my pick after I started the lead-up. Good job, boy. All right, uh, let's go on with pick number 19. Georgie, give us your final pathetic Guys, pick. I always take the best player on the board. I don't care about what mm -hmm. season, whatever. Yep. I'm are taking... Are there any good? Yep. Old. Best player on the board, undis indisputably, no, Jan Hooks. Oh, is nice. the best player left on the board. The Your Sweeney wife is not going to have more sex with you because you took two women. <laughs> the Sweeney sisters, oh, genius. She was in, she was in Batman Returns, Nick. Uh, only, yes. How many, how many SNL people were? In? Uh, she was just a funny, pretty girl in, in all these sketches, but she was innovative to where, where I think Tina Fey brought her on Thirty Rock because she was, uh, and she tragically died too soon, but. She uh, she was Jan so. Jan Hooks is dead. She was so innovative. Yeah, we lost her by a little less than a year ago. A couple right? years ago. Yeah, yeah, last, yeah. But uh, she was she was the the female glue to hold that cast together. I think towards the end of the '80s with Lovitz and that crew. Yeah. And she her stayed and on to the were early '90s. Together. Yeah, her and Hartman. Hartman, Hartman yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. Hartman. But uh, Jan Hooks is, the, is 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 the best comedian left in the board. And I'm she taking was, her. She was his Ivanka, I think, when Hartman did uh, Trump for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she was great. She did Sinead O'Connor in the uh, yep. Frank yes, Sinatra bits. And, and she uh, was always bubbly, and she was funny. She was great. I mean, how funny yeah. was she in Pee-wee's Big Adventure? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which Phil Hartman wrote. Uh, but the Sweeney Amazing. sisters. No, Alma, the, no basement the Alma. <laughs> the, the Sweeney sisters. Do you guys remember the yeah, Sweeney sisters? Yeah, they were singing sisters. Oh, and, and they were so ridiculous. I love, we're going to sing about bells. And they you know, sang medleys every time. <laughs> love Jan Hooks. Glad <laughs> glad she made my team. Yeah, Sinead O'Connor. That, that is such a lovable pick. Yeah, uh, I like that one a lot, George. So that makes up for it. But I mean, Bill Hader could have gone below that. I don't think so. I take. I might take. I mean, Bill Hader was a big pick. I just don't think. I can't believe how much with the, all the talent that is still on this board. All right, let's go ahead and finish up then our. That'll be what we'll say the entire draft with and our, then afterwards. Our guest, yeah. uh, Donald. Donald, what do you got, pal? I think much like. Uh, Will Ferrell was the face of Saturday Night Live for a long time. I think Batman, you know, Robin to his Batman was easily Chris Kattan. Oh, wow. 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 Yeah. Didn't see that coming. Wow. I mean, Night at the Roxbury. Yeah. Doug Batavi. Yeah. He's he one, one of the greatest sketches ever. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it with my headphones on, but you know what I mean. Um, Hathaway, uh, I think. Yeah. Uh, the. the the monkey. The, the monkey. monkey, thank you. Yeah, I yes. can't think of it top of my head. But uh, I think for a fifth round pick, you know, much like talent on the board. Yeah, you're taking wow. the best, the best yeah. available. You're gonna, you think, yeah, so you think, okay, I just want to be able to ask. You think taking Chris Kattan over here like with the monkey boy sketch and the night at the Roxbury, big. He was yeah. very much Mike yep. Myers. He was very of his very time. Very expressive. Yeah. Good with physical comedy. You can see there was a distinct movement to him that, you can you can understand like that's what led them to like look. And he was an SNL cast member, so anyone who's on the list. He had his own movie, Corky Romano. Remember Corky, that? Yeah. that? That wasn't a bad flick. I think every, was... every every cast member has their own peg in the sure. SNL hole, mm -hmm. and for his time, he was. Yeah, he was what important. He was, he was, he was important for what he did. He was I was just gonna say like, when you have talent like this left on the board at the end, you have Jason Sudeikis. You have John Lovitz. Samberg. You have Andy Samberg, Jimmy Darryl Fallon, Hammond. 
Daryl Hammond, Adam Sandler, and Bill Murray. And you went with Chris Kattan. Even like Al Franken or... Uh... Who was on, who I heavily considered taking as well. I mean, Al Franken. Al Franken's one-man mobile uh, reporting unit. Stuart Smalley. And also one of the most iconic writers for close to 20 years on the show. Yeah. All good points. Yeah. Wow, good. I <laughs> like a man who's... Oh, Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. I like a man who's comfortable in his pick and also picks somebody that the producers are friendly with. Well, so good why... job. Way to endear yourselves to <laughs> Pod 617, boy. I'm back. <laughs> All right, Donald, thanks for that final pick. Let's just go ahead and wrap up who we had here, uh, our teams, and then we'll kind of get a sense of who we feel like maybe pulled this uh, draft up. My team consisted of Will Farrell, Gilda Radner, Phil Hartman, Kristen Wiig, Kevin Nealon. Solid top five, I believe. Nick had Mike Myers, John Belushi, Dana Carvey, Tina Fey, and Martin Short. Beat that. Top that, bitches. Uh, Georgie Kipp had a lot of crap. Uh, <laughs> no, obviously. He had, no, Chris Farley was a great pick. Bill Hader, <laughs> Keenan Thompson, uh, Amy Poehler, and Jan Hooks. I would say a weak effort at best. Uh, and Donald, Everyone loves to play George's team every week. Like, oh, man, I'm going to put a W in the <laughs> call. Hader, my cliffhanger. Oh, my. <laughs> every, there's always a cliffhanger with Georgie. And uh, Donald uh, gave us Dan Aykroyd, Eddie Murphy, Rachel Dratch, Chevy Chase, and Chris Kattan. So, gentlemen, wow. who won the pod? I think Buck wins it. I think I do. Oh, oh Carrie's giving us. Carrie, she pointed at me no, first. she pointed at Nick oh. first. David, 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 producer David. Um, I'm gonna go unconventional and say Donald, the newcomer, is. Uh, wow, wow. Out of the gate. Yep. With like. Rachel Dratch and Katan. Interesting, yeah. interesting. But, but he, but he also got. Uh, Wait, can you read him again? I had Ackroyd. Read Nick's again. Read Nick's again. Nick had Mike Myers, uh, John Belushi, Dana Carvey, Tina Fey, and Martin Short. I changed my mind. Nick won. Thank you. Oh, for God's sake. You Thank are off you. the Christmas Sorry, Donald. Donald. That's such a horse shit. My one last. My one, too, though. Yes. Oh, and I won the Ron Burgundy bobblehead. golden Ronnie. Will Ferrell oh. bobblehead. Fantastic. In commemoration of the first pick of the draft. All right. So let's uh, quickly jump to, uh, instead of our normal Shawshank, uh, what we were Shawshanked by this week uh, feature. I had it all set up, too. We are going to, oh, I'm sorry. Well, we'll have you back. <laughs> oh, now. yeah. Don't worry about Donald. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about, real quick, pick one host that we felt like was the best host uh, in the history of Saturday Night Live. I'll go first as the draft order, and I will take Steve Martin. Quality choice. Always one of my favorites. Early guy. He, he, came, in, he came back a lot, was featured in a lot of different sketches, Wild and Crazy Guys. Uh, did a lot of stand-up as well, early stand-up oh. there. So Steve Martin would be my Clay, pick. When he would play Cleopatra, he was a rock star for you in 1978. There was no, he would yep. tour and play stadiums. Yep. There was no bigger comedian, and he is actually the incidental or accidental godfather of the alternative comedy movement which gave life to so many people doing sketch and weird shit out there. Steve Martin was awesome. And most people think he was actually a cast member, but he wasn't. Yeah. No, as a matter of fact, you're right. And a lot of folks will point to uh, he. all his sketches were so good, they'd be constantly replayed. So, yep. uh, Nick, who's your pick for the ho best host of Saturday Night Live? Any questions? <laughs> Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Terrific. I mean, he's Mr. Short-Term Memory. He's David S. Pumpkins. He... Last year, and on the episode where he did five David S. Pumpkins, he's like the original five-timers yeah. club guy next With to the Steve other Martin, guy that yeah. I heavily considered, alongside Steve Martin and somebody else. Last year, remember how good he was on Black Jeopardy? So good. Oh, fantastic. So good. But he could be a utility man. He could be the random husband. He could play the angry dad. He could do anything he wanted and then gave us all these iconic characters. And, of course, he is America's dad. He's playing Fred Rogers. He's, he's a better Jimmy Stewart than Jimmy Stewart. My favorite host on Saturday Night Live. I would record and never miss a Tom Hanks SNL. 100%. And my my uh, my choice is going to sound similar to Nick's. It's Tom Hanks. It's easily Tom Hanks. It sounds exactly the same as. Uh, do but I, I, but do I, 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 I took Tom else? Hanks. It sounded, it sounded oh, like it sounded right. like Nick. It sounded uh, like with Nick the said, first pick. With the second pick, someone takes Baker Mayfield. I mean, you it can't sounded like Nick said Tom Fine. Hanks, and Shut then up. you I said Tom Hanks. Sh it's going to sound just like Nick's Tom Hanks. I uh, you know what? I take Justin Timberlake. <laughs> oh, good one. Good one, George. All right, you, you salvaged it there. That Timberlake's a sneaky good pick. It's a really good pick, Nick. Oh, music. <laughs> Wait, so did you, who did you take? <laughs> Hanks or Timberlake? Salty party of one, you're George. Wait, so who did you take? <laughs> did you end up taking Hanks or Timberlake? I took Timberlake. I you tried to take Tom Hanks because he was off the board. Because Nick, <laughs> Nick picked him in ahead of me. I thought we wow. were just like... Which leaves gold for you. I'm not going to go Alec Baldwin, actually. Whoa! Uh, 
I'm going to go The Rock. Oh! Dwayne The wow. Rock Johnson? I love when The Rock hosts. All right. Right. Just charisma, self-deprecating, never takes himself too seriously. Only has six again, new movies to promote. But again, Sorry. you go back to that word fearless. He will try anything. Yeah, he's good sport so about it. Yeah, he's, he comes up, goes, have, works with what they give him. Yeah, anything that he who, throws who, up there. Who can forget Tom Brady's guest hosting appearance? <laughs> uh, Tom Brady. Brady I love it. <laughs> George, who has been like, can you think of, because I think you have a more encyclopedic knowledge of like SNL and the funny bits, like the good digital shorts you always show me when I come over. Which guest host do you think has been in like the most funny like tearaway breakaway viral shorts? Uh, is it The Rock? Is it J Jonah Hill's been in a few that are very funny. Um, I mean, uh, I mean, you can't go wrong with. Are you talking like Andy Samberg? Natalie Portman's been in uh, a couple uh, yeah, of huge yeah, yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh my God, guys, we didn't mention Samberg at all in the top twenty. Yeah. I uh, thought Sandberg. about it, but then I, took I did it too. Down. I thought I about Sandberg. Would maybe. you? Uh, if I could give you Samberg back right now, I might. Tan, I might. Uh, you would, right? Just because Dick in the Box. Lonely Island. Brilliant. Stuff. Brilliant. Yeah, I mean, Lonely. Uh, like he, like We're the first viral video it really is in a lot of ways. Like a boss. Lazy Don, Sunday. Lazy you, Sunday. Just to be clear, are you putting Rachel Dratch on waivers? Oh, no, 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 no. I will keep okay, I will keep her, and I will hug her, and I will love her. <laughs> we'll call her George. And I will call her George. All right, let's go ahead and wrap this one up. I break her neck, though. Nick, are we doing favorite musical guest? Nick, where can you, where can you, <laughs> shut up, George. Nick, where can you find us? All right, you can find us, of course. This is Pod 617. Visit the Boston Podcast Network at pod617.com. Also to be found at Pod 617. Georgie is available on the tweet box at the other Pats fan. Of course, you, Uncle Buck are available at Uncle Buck WAF. I'm part of the Maddie Nick Show, weekdays 3 to 7 on WAF-FM, at Maddie Nick WAF, and of course, your old pal Fitzy at Fitzy GFY. Donald, where can we find you, my brother? Tomorrow at the doctor's office getting a vasectomy. Nice. Congratulations. Which is, which is even better. And don't forget. What a way to spend your last night with your swimmers. Next Wednesday, Wednesday, October 10th at 8 p.m., your friends from Shawshank will be live at Laugh Boston, the best comedy club in Boston, doing a Shawshank live podcast. We'll be joined by mystery guest, whose name may or may not rhyme with Terry Jordan. <laughs> we will also have comedian Will Noonan with us, some friends from the Maddie and Nick show on AF. It's going to be a blast, so join us there. Tickets are available. For information, visit pod617.com or laughboston.com. Yeah. Bill Hader. And make sure to subscribe to Shawshank on iTunes, my friends. Thank you, David. Great job, David, as always. Kerry, thanks for being here. And, uh, of course, the fine folks here at Flatbread uh, Pizza Company for putting us up today. If you want to swing by, brightonbowl.com. Bowling, pizza, craft beer from Boston. How does it get better, kid? Fantastic. Well, thanks so much for joining us once more here on Shawshank. And remember, until then, you have been Shawshank. Yeah. Sh Shawshank. You're a female Phil Hartman dick. You Very won an Emmy for stupidest person ever. <laughs> <laughs>